Coast of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and indeed a good morning to our non-Muslim listeners tuned to 91.3 FM and audio streaming at www.vsfm.co.za and not forgetting in our Boland 95.0 FM. Today it's Friday, Juma Mubarak to each and everyone if you have just tuned in. Our Friday Nasiha program with Sheikh Qasim Gabriels in studio with us this morning and the topic avoiding heedlessness. Sheikh Qasim Gabriels is a graduate of the University of Makkah and teaches Islamic studies locally and also currently the Imam at the Haidafelt Masjid Sheikh. A warm welcome to your good self and assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shukran for the welcome. Ahlan wa sahlan biki. And assalamu alaikum to all our honorable listeners. Alhamdulillah. Shaykh, we speak about the month of Sha'ban and we speak about heedlessness. And obviously, you know, on the threshold, subhanAllah, of the month that we're all awaiting for the month of the Quran, the month of Ramadan, subhanAllah. That preparation that we need to make. And we often think of preparation as women and you think, oh, I must do this, I must do that. But we speak about preparation in spirituality, subhanAllah, this morning. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil mursaleen Sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa mawlana Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in Rabbish rahli sadari wa yassirli amri wa hlul uqadatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Allahumma la takilni ila nafsi tarfata aynin wa la aqalla min dalik Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh uh, and the Aisha and the respected honorable listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala firstly for granting us to be of the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for allowing us to witness another day of Jumu'ah. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just as He has allowed us to witness this day of Jumu'ah, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to witness the month of Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to witness all the good seasons of the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Respected listeners, um, we are now in the month of Sha'ban. This month, uh, this Mubarak month of Sha'ban, as indicated by our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is the month of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tells us that Rajab is the month of Allah, Sha'ban is the month of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Ramadan is the, is the month of the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So this is a Mubarak month. In these times the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to seek blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the month of Rajab entered the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would make the dua Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban وَبَلِّغْنَا رَمَضَانَ Oh Allah give us blessings, bless us, give us barakah in the month of Rajab and in the month of Sha'ban and in the month of, and allow us to witness the month of Ramadan, allow us to reach the month of Ramadan. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this particular dua shows that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in this time, he would seek that blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that would carry him through to the month of Ramadan. He would ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless the time that he found himself in in order for him to reach the month of Ramadan when his spirituality or the state of spirituality is very high. And this is what we must aim for. This is what we must aim for. So. In the month of Sha'ban, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also gives us a head up, a heads up. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also gives us 
a warning. Because this could be a month that some people could be somewhat heedless, somewhat forgetful, somewhat unmindful. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Dhaka shahrun, speaking about the month of Sha'ban. He said, that is a month. Yaghfalun nasu anhu, that people are unmindful of it. Bayna Rajab wa Ramadan, between the month of Rajab and the month of Ramadan. Turfa'u fi al-a'mal, our actions are raised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that month. وَأُحِبُّ أَنْ يُرْفَعْ عَمَلِي وَأَنَا صَائِمٌ And I love my actions to be raised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while I am fasting. Now this hadith gives us uh, loads of information. Firstly, it tells us that in the month of Sha'ban it could be that people find themselves to be unmindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why? Because as some of our uh, uh, scholars indicate Al-Hafidh ibn Rajab and others because this month is a month where people normally between Rajab and Sha'ban when the, when, the, when, the, when the month of Rajab enters they realize the month of Ramadan is coming but when the month of Sha'ban enters they tend to try and indulge in this world so that they could get it out of the way before the month of Ramadan instead of Preparing holistically, they try to get things, worldly things, worldly matters out of the way that they still need to do in the month of Sha'ban so that they don't need to do it in the month of Ramadan. This, uh, this way of thinking is incorrect because a person could end up going only into this dunya in the month of Sha'ban and when the month of Ramadan hits him, it hits him while he is not prepared, right? So what we should do, even if there are things that we have to do, do it in a, in a, in a balanced way. Balance our time. Make sure we make time for that ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Do not be heedless in this time. It is difficult for a person when he was heedless all the time to go directly into a state of ibadah, of complete ibadah. That's why uh, this heedlessness and this unmindfulness is very dangerous. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns us about it in the Quran. Allah says, Close to mankind is their reckoning, their account. And they are in complete heedlessness. And they are in this heedlessness where they turn away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What is their condition? مَا يَأْتِيهِم مِّن ذِكْرٍ مِّن رَبِّهِم مُحْدَثٍ إِلَّا اسْتَمَعُوهُ وَهُمْ يَلْعَبُونَ No new reminder of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes to them except that they listen to it وَهُمْ يَلْعَبُونَ While they are in a state of playfulness, while they are playing لَاهِيَةً قُلُوبُهُمْ Their hearts are in a state of unmindfulness, a state of heedlessness. So that Quran and those ayat it doesn't penetrate into the heart when a person is heedless, when a person is unmindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So a person's condition in this time should be that of mindfulness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when that when that reminders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when they come to you, that you accept them, right? That you accept them with an open heart. So it's, it is as if Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us, Ya Muslim, O Muslim, 
It's not appropriate for you to be unmindful when everybody else is unmindful. If you are a believer, you should not be forgetting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when other people are forgetting Allah. When other people uh, are indulging in this dunya only and not balancing their life where they have a balance of this dunya and of ibadah, then you should be of those who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You turn to Allah when people turn away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, you giving sadaqah when everybody prevents sadaqah. Like in the month of Shaba, people could possibly, possibly try and hold back this sadaqah for the month of Ramadan, which is no problem with this, but there could be a need in the month of Shaban that there is a dire need from somebody who needs a sadaqah in the month of Shaban. So a person prevents and says, no, I want to give it in the month of Ramadan. So we try to have that balance, right? Or a person, he says he's going to leave his remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the month of Ramadan. He says, no, 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 muni wa sadun. So, we are of those who remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when other, when other people are far away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. بَلِلَّذِي يَذْكُرُ اللَّهُ فِي مَوَاتِنَ الْغَفْلَ لَهُ ثَوَابًا جَزِيلًا The person who remembers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a time where people forget Allah, this person Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives a special reward. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, الْعِبَادَةُ فِي الْفِتْنَةِ كَالْهِجْرَةُ إِلَيَّ Ibadah in a time of fitna is like migrating to me. Subhanallah. You know, uh, we unfortunately, the Sahaba had, or fortunately, fortunately for the Sahaba and unfortunately for us, they had the opportunity to migrate with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now we did not have that opportunity, alhamdulillah, but we are of the followers of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a mercy to all mankind and he gives us the option of migrating to him as believers, subhanallah. So now if we were not of those who were able to migrate with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when we make this ibadah in a time of fitna, when a time of people are, are not worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, people are disobeying Allah, people are doing wrong things, and we come and we obey Allah, and we worship Allah, and we remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This will be like the person who is making hijrah to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because the hijrah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was that migration from a place of disobedience to a place of obedience. Now the same thing with us, if we remove ourselves from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we move to the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are migrating from disobedience to obedience. And this will be similar to the migration of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Shaykh, on that note, and to our listeners, we need to go for an ad break. We will be back inshallah, so do stay tuned. The topic this morning is avoiding heedlessness inshallah, especially during the month of Sha'ban, inshallah, stay tuned. Friday Nasikha on the Voice of the Cape. 
Assalamu alaikum and Jumma Mubarak indeed a warm welcome to our Friday Nasiha program. Your host Anshalati with Sheikh Qasim Gabriels speaking on the topic of avoiding heedlessness. And Sheikh had mentioned, especially during the month of Shaban, Sheikh mentioned earlier not deferring, you know, your um, your good deeds, Bahanallah. And um, and and I think it's so important, especially when you speak about giving and wanting to make sadaqa, mm. you know, um, and you're saying I'm I'm keeping this for the month of Ramadan, but remembering when the month of Rajab came in, saying you made that dua, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab. Ramadan, yeah. asking Allah to give you, uh, you know, to make you see the month of Ramadan. So, what if you, if you're holding that sustenance, and um, you're not seeing the month of Ramadan? So, what is that going to benefit you? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Uh, Sister Aisha is 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 100% correct by saying that uh, by withholding these actions, these good actions, and for example, a sadaqah, especially when there is a need for the month of Ramadan. Many people, they they met the demise before the month of Ramadan. So if you withhold it, it could be you asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, oh Allah, let us witness the month of Ramadan, let us reach the month of Ramadan, and we all make that dua. So, but if a person should withhold it, that will not benefit you if you do not witness the month of Ramadan. Right? So the question is, هَلْ نُدْرِكُ رَمَضَانًا Will we witness another month of Ramadan and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to witness the coming month of Ramadan. Ameen ya Rabbal Alameen. My beloved brothers and sisters, this could be a time where, where some people in this time, like I've mentioned, completely immerse themselves in the dunya so that in the month of Ramadan they can be free from the dunya. So this... Uh, Way of thinking, like I've mentioned, is not correct because this should be a time when a month person is preparing for the month of Ramadan. A person, where you, a time where Allah, the Prophet wasallam says, Our actions are raised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the Prophet wasallam would fast and he say, I would love my actions to be raised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while I am fasting. So we ask ourselves this question in the month of Sha'ban. What are your actions in the month of Sha'ban? What are you doing in the month of Sha'ban when your actions are being raised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? There are certain times when our actions are raised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like for example, in the morning and in the evening, uh, that is daily, weekly on a Thursday, and uh, yearly or annually in the month of Sha'ban. So that annual raising of action, what uh, is the state of your actions and what are your actions when they are raised to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala like I said I'm not trying to tell people not to be searched for the sustenance in this dunya this must be done but what I am saying is if there are those things that are going to keep you away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of this dunya then balance your life Leave those extra things that will take you away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says in a hadith, listen to this hadith. Man kanat dunya hammah, farraqallahu alayhi amrah, wa ja'ala faqrahu bayna aynay. The person who is most important thing to him is this dunya. We, we as believers, the most important thing to us is not this dunya. That's why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would make the dua Allahumma la taj'al dunya akbaraham mina Oh Allah do not make the dunya the most important matter to us The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says The person who the most important thing to him in his life is this dunya Farraqallahu alayhi amra 
Allah will scatter all these matters. He will be all over the place, from here to there. Worried about this part of the dunya, worried about that part of the dunya. Then the Prophet says, وَجَعَلَ فَقْرَهُ بَيْنَ عَيْنَيْ And Allah will put His poverty, His poorness in right before His eyes. So the only thing that He sees is His lack of wealth, although Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already granted Him wealth. So he only sees that I don't have this, I don't have a thousand rand, or I don't have a ten thousand rand yet, or I don't have a hundred thousand rand yet. That's the only thing that he sees. Wafarraqallahu shamla, and that that togetherness of himself, Allah splits it. He can't hold himself together. Walam yati min dunya illa ma qad illa ma qudira illa ma qudira lahu, and he will only receive from this dunya that which Allah subhanahu wa taala has ordained for him. But when the Prophet then says, And the person whose who is most important thing to him is this is the akhirah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah will bring together his wealth in his heart and he will be contented with whatever he has. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will gather all his matters and he will be control of everything in his life. And Allah will cause him that the dunya will run after him even though the dunya does not want to. In other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him of this dunya no matter what anybody else is in this dunya. Because he will receive what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained for him. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu, when a man came to him and a man wanted to purchase a property in Iraq, and Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu witnessed that this man, he could see in his eyes that this man was immersed in this dunya and this dunya was in his heart. And then he asked Sayyidina Ali, oh write the contract for me of this house or the deeds of sales, whatever we call it. Write it for me with your own hands. And then he wrote it and he wrote, لَقَدْ اِشْتَرَى غَافِلًا مِنْ غَافِلًا بَيْتَ A heedless person had, 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 had purchased a, a property from a heedless person. The first end of the property ends with death. The second one ends with the qabr. The third one ends with the akhirah. And the fourth one ends with either the jannah or the fire of jahannam. And this man looked at Sayyidina Ali radiallahu and he said, What did you write a contract for me for a maqbara? What did you write a contract for me? I asked you to write a contract for me for a house. Then the Prophet then said, sorry, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu told him, Ya hadha, oh you silly man. The nafs, the soul, it cries for this dunya. But the soul knows that success in this world is leaving this dunya. There is no final abode for a person in the akhirah except that which he had built for him in this dunya. This is where we build our abode in the Akhirah. This is where we prepare our Jannah. Our Jannah is not prepared in the Jannah or in the Akhirah. Our Jannah is prepared in this dunya. فَإِنْ بَنَاهَا بِخَيْرٍ طَابَ مَسْكَنُهُ وَإِنْ بَنَاهَا بِشَرٍ خَابَ بَانِيهَا If he builds it with good, if he builds it with ibadah, 
if you build this with worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will have a, a solid structure, a beautiful palace in the Jannah. But if you build it with bad and sin, you will have a, or it will be a complete failure and it will be a complete, a complete failure and it will be con- con- completely destroyed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is the place of action. This is a time where we should not be heedless of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in preparation for our akhirah. Al-Imam al-Shafi'i says, Inna lillahi ibadan futana. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has some intelligent slaves. Tallaqud dunya wa khawful fitana. They have ignored this world, this dunya, and they fear the test and the trials of the, of the tribulations of this dunya. Nadaru fiha falamma alimu. They looked at it and when they realized annaha laysat lihayyin watana, that it is not a final abode for the living person, ja'aluha lujjatan. They made it like a wave. And they took their good actions as a vessel, as a ship that they would sail this wave with. So this is our approach to this dunya. We don't become unmindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this dunya. The question that you ask yourself also, this thing or this matter that you are busy with of this dunya, will it prevent you from the remembrance of Allah. Always ask yourself that question. When you're going into a business deal, when you're going to purchase something, when you're in your business, when you're at your work, whatever you are doing, ask yourself, this matter that I'm busy with, will this prevent me from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? If it prevents you from the remembrance of Allah, then it's better for you to leave it. If it does not prevent you from the remembrance of Allah, and Bismillah, and you can continue with that particular action. My beloved brothers and sisters, this is the condition of a believer. A believer is not unmindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, uh, people sometimes, their unmindfulness, causes them sadness. Why? Because when we are unmindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we forget Allah, Allah says, Nasullaha fanasiyahum. They forget Allah and then what happens? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgets them. It doesn't mean that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgets you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has knowledge of everything and Allah doesn't forget anything. It means that you will be void of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we are excluded from the mercy of Allah, shaitan comes. And he takes that place. And he makes us sad. And he makes us depressed. And he makes us worry. And we have anxiety. Right? This comes from shaitan. Allah says in the Quran, the secret counsel... It comes from shaitan. Why? To sadden those believers. And this only happens when we are far away from the remembrance of Allah. My beloved brothers and sisters, let us in this month of Sha'ban remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us not turn away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us be of those who are doing good. So now the question is, firstly, we asked earlier, Hal nudrik Ramadan, and will we witness the month of Ramadan? Secondly, we asked, if we should witness the month of Ramadan, what would our condition be when the month of Ramadan enters? Al-Mu'min, yafrahu biqudumi mawasim al-khayr. The believer, he is excited when the, the, the seasons of ibadah, when they approach. Right? You can see quickly 
at the state of Iman of a person when you ask yourself what is my condition when I await a season of Ibadah? I think I still work and travel and all this type of things. And you're thinking already of the difficulty of it instead of thinking of the rewards, instead of thinking of the ibadah, instead of thinking of being closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the believer that and the believer, he is excited. He is excited. Allah says. And with with the bounties and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that is what we are overjoyed with. That is what we are excited for. That is what we look forward to. My beloved brothers and sisters, so this is the time now to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the time to head to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Turn to Allah. Return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I advise my brothers and sisters, this is a good time for us with our families and with our children to start some type of competing. Uh, to start some type of competing. This is some personal advice that I'm giving. So we say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and this is completely allowed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَاسْتَبِقُوا الْخَيْرَاتِ And compete in good things. So maybe in our homes, we write on the fridge and we say, one juice, two juice, three juice. So after my son or my daughter has completed one juice, they write their name there. And we give them a prize, a chocolate, whatever it might be. Right? And this way we are encouraging our children to do good. From now already, so that when the month of Ramadan enters, that they are already doing good, right? We, um, um, so we, when, we, when we enter to the month of Ramadan, we ask, or you ask your brother in the masjid, how many Jews have you recited? With, with no kibber and no pride. But in competi- competing in those good things, we can compete in this, the things of this dunya, compete in purchasing our homes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَلْهَاكُمُ الدَّكَاثُرُ حَتَّى زُرْتُمُ الْمَقَابِرُ Are you competing in the matters of this dunya until you enter into the qabr? Now he has a big house, I want a big house. He has a better car, I want a better car. So that is what you consume. This. Why not compete in the good things? فَاسْتَبِقُوا الْخَيْرَاتِ وَسَابِقُوا And رَيْسْتَنْ إِلَى مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ Hasten to that and compete to that maghfirah, that forgiveness, and that mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's what, what we must compete in. There's nothing wrong with it. So create this atmosphere of competition in your homes, in the masajid, at your schools, in your institution, at your place of work. If you know some Muslim brothers, you say, brother, for the month of Shaban, why don't we recite the khatam together at the month? Are we as work colleagues, we recite the khatam together. You recite two, I'll see if I can recite three. And you have this type of friendly competition with camaraderie in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There's nothing more beautiful than coming together and competing in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Amen, subhanAllah. Allah grant us understanding, inshallah, and protect us um, that we are never voided from Allah's mercy, inshallah. On that note, we go for us. We'll be back right after this. Stay tuned. Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. 
Assalamu alaikum and indeed a warm welcome to our Friday Nasiha program. To our listeners, the topic this morning is avoiding heedlessness with um, Sheikh Qasim, Qasim Gabriels. And Sheikh has aptly mentioned, you know, of uh, means and ways of how one can empower yourself and especially, you know, staying away from um, heedlessness during this month of um, Shaban. No. Subhanallah. Sheikh, and I mentioned to you, um, I'm looking at, um, you know, with all um, due respect to our elders, our Imam who had, um, you know, should we say established Islam in the Cape, subhanAllah, and we're looking at uh, the way they projected Islam. And just looking back in history, um, when we're looking at when, when Islam was first, um, re- uh, you know, when it came to, into existence, when the Quran was revealed to the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the verses that were revealed at the time was about, you know, the, 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 those who do bad, um, um, the wrath. And it was all about um, mm. speaking about um, the, the punishment. So now we, and, 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 and I think this is what uh, the, the message that was portrayed in the past by the elders as well, because mm. they knew that they had a task. They had to establish Islam in the Cape. No. And we're looking at the younger shiuch such as yourself and many others, subhanAllah, who comes with a different, same deen of Islam, subhanAllah, but a different perspective, basically, no. where we have the youth. You know that this gripping onto this dean, and we have a revival of the dean amongst the youth, and this is no. what one can actually experience, and you see no. it on a daily basis. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. May Allah increase and accept from everybody, and we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to reward our elders Ameen. for the hard work that they have done Ameen. in our communities, establishing Islam for more than 300 years. Yeah, Alhamdulillah, and we ask Allah Subhanahu wa Taala to allow us to follow in the footsteps, Ameen. and allow the youth to follow the current ulama and be an example for the. For the youth, Alhamdulillah. Amen, inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, Sister Aisha, you know, honorable listeners, what we ask the question now, if we're going to reach the month of Ramadan, we asked that question earlier. And when we reach the month of Ramadan, what is our condition going to be? Right. Finally, and, 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 and very importantly, if we were of those people who are heedless, or if we are of those people who are unmindful, or if we are of those people who could have perhaps have forgotten Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah protect us Amen. at certain times. If we are aware of those, it's never too late. It's not too late. Hafirru ilallah. Return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hasten to Allah. Run to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is waiting for each and every one of us. Rabbuka ghaffar, Rabbuka ghafoor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the forgiving. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who forgives. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-latif, the caring and the kind. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-rahim, the merciful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-rahman, the compassionate. This is your Lord, this is my Lord, this is our Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, fafirru ila Allah. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask always the question, every year, ulama tell us, prepare for the month of Ramadan, prepare for the month of Ramadan. Ultimately, we must remember, why is this being told to us? Ultimately, we must remember, this preparation for the month of Ramadan, it is similar to our ultimate preparation for meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, you can ask yourself, what is your condition and what do you want your condition to be when you meet Allah? When you stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, what do you want to present to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? At least I can say, in the month of Sha'ban, I prepare for the month of Ramadan, Ya Allah. 
In the month of Ramadan, I was able to recite the Quran. I was able to stand in Qiyam. This is what I have to present before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is actually what we are doing. We are returning to Allah. We are turning to Allah. We are hastening to Allah. We are running to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this dunya. So that when we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the akhirah, that we are in the company of Allah. And we are not void, we are not excluded from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the akhirah. That is the idea. That is our goal and our objective. That is what we want to attain. So that when we are busy here, Seeking that mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, returning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, hastening to good deeds, competing in good deeds, is that the day of Qiyamah, when we ultimately return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, la malja'a min Allah illa ilay. My beloved brothers and sisters, there is no way out. And there is no return. And there is no place of, final place of residing except with Allah. فَلَا تَفِرُّوا عَنِ اللَّهِ So don't go away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? Don't, uh, don't make firar min Allah, away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but make firar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because when we turn away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will have to return to Allah. لَا مَلْجَعَ مِنَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا إِلَيْهِ There is no way away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala except back to Allah. All roads lead back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we need to make sure that when we prepare and when we are going in this preparation of the month of Ramadan, we remember we are ultimately preparing to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Sheikh, on no. that note, I have a question to ask you. You know, you find lots of people who say that, um, you know, all my life I was so distant from the deen of Islam and I'm a born Muslim. No. And now that the month of Ramadan is on, on, a, on the threshold, um, I am I'm, I'm ashamed or I'm too shy, you know, to go uh. to get close to the masjid. Isn't it that we should believe that, you know, a Muslim is a lifelong scholar and, you, like you said, to come towards Allah and not to go further away from Allah? No, no, no. This, this, this is very important, Sister Aisha, and this is a perfect time for those people who had possibly lived like this their entire life to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I, I, I use the one example where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this in the Quran. La min Allah illa ilay. This is actually those mentioned about, about uh, mention of three of the sahaba that turned away from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa in the battle of Tabuk and it was the most shameful thing, that thing that they ever done in their life. And Allah, and then when everybody had cut themselves off from this person, of these three people, and everybody had abandoned these people, and everybody had uh, um, um, boycotted these people, and there was nobody for them, they turned to Allah. لا مَلْجَأَ مِنَ اللَّهِ إِلَّا إِلَيْهِ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala opened these doors for him. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that Allah had forgiven them. So if you have... If you have your whole life even turned away from Allah, and you feel like there's nobody there for you, and you feel like you want to give up hope, and you feel like you can't anymore, لا ملجأ من الله إلا إليه There's no way for you except towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فِرُّوا إِلَى اللَّهِ Hasten towards Allah. Allah is there for you. Allah's doors are open for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never turn you away. And when Allah accepts you, Allah will place acceptance in the hearts of people for you. So this is what we must do. This is what we must strive for. This is what we must aim for. We don't, when, 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 we, when we make a mistake, or when we do something wrong, we realize it and we continue. 
And we return to Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happy and overjoyed when after we had committed something wrong, after we had broken his laws, that when we return to him, Allah is overjoyed. Allah runs towards us. When we walk to Allah, Allah runs towards us. When we, when, when, when we, when we take one step to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, take ten steps towards us. So what is our condition? We must remember this when we are preparing for the month of Ramadan. Don't ever give up in the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now is the time, my beloved brothers and sisters. Take full opportunity. Don't let this opportunity pass us by. My beloved brothers and sisters, وَسَارِعُوا إِلَى مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ أَرْضُهَا السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضُ عِدَّةٍ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ And hasten towards the forgiveness of Allah. And the Jannah, its width is the width of the heavens and the earth. وَعِدَّةٍ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ It has been prepared for the Muttaqeen. Subhanallah. This is the objective of the month of Ramadan. We are every year is to become of the muttaqeen. لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Allah is ordained suyam for you. Why? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Why? Because Allah wants to reward you with the Jannah. The Jannah has not been made for the, for the, for the mountains and the seas and the animals and the insects. It has been created for me and you. And Allah gives us opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to attain this Jannah. All that we must do is sari'u. Hasten towards Allah. Firru ila Allah. Return towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that when it's asked on the day of Qiyamah, يَقُولُ الْإِنسَانُ يَوْمَ إِذِنْ أَيْنَ الْمَفَرُ People ask on the day of Qiyamah, أَيْنَ الْمَفَرُ Which way do we go? Which way? Where are we going to reside? Where are we going to end up? يَقُولُ الْإِنسَانُ يَوْمَ إِذِنْ أَيْنَ الْمَفَرُ إِلَى رَبِّكَ يَوْمَ إِذِنْ الْمُسْتَقَرُ To your Lord, on that day is your final resting place. Towards Allah alone. That's nowhere else that we can go. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that when we return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah makes us of those. These verses are in Surah Qiyamah. Allah says later in Surah Qiyamah as well. Wujuhu yawma nadira ila rabbiha nadira. On that day, faces will be illuminated. Faces will be filled with light and with nur. And they will be gazing upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be gazing upon their Lord. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who are allowed to witness the beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. We, we work for it now. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy will allow us to witness the beauty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. That on the day of Qiyamah, we return to Allah in this world. So that on the day of Qiyamah, we are close to Allah. We strive to be of the muttaqeen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, speaking about our position in the Akhirah, إِنَّ الْمُتَّقِينَ فِي جَنَّاتٍ وَنَهَرٍ فِي مَقْعَدِ صِدْقٍ عِنْدَ مَلِيكٍ مُقْتَدِرٍ The people, the muttaqeen, those people who are conscious of Allah, those people who do what Allah has ordered them to do and, and prevent and stay away from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited, فِي جَنَّاتٍ وَنَهَرٍ They are in the Jannah, in paradise, with rivers. Listen to this, my beloved brothers and sisters, and ponder about this. في مقعد صدق in a truthful position a truthful seat عند مليك مقتدر next to the king of all kings the powerful the person the one who is most powerful next to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right next to Allah that is your position if you are of the muttaqeen Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us to be of the muttaqeen Amin ya rabbal alamin on that note we're going to go for it we'll be back with our final segment with Sheikh Qasim Gabriel speaking about avoiding heedlessness especially in the month of Shaban inshallah stay tuned Friday
Nicha on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum and indeed a warm welcome to Friday Nasiha program, our concluding segment this morning within five minutes. Bahanawan, <coughs> I know there's so much to be said, and unfortunately, an hour does not do justice to what it is that we all would want to know and what to do prior to the month of Ramadan, inshallah. Share the topic avoiding heedlessness, and, and obviously, we're also looking at those. Um, you know, you always find, um, as a young person, you d- don't seem to find. Um, the essence when people always say, you know, when you're sitting here, you don't know if you're going to be sitting here the next month of Ramadan, whether the person sitting next to you will be with you, you know, the no, next month, no, subhanAllah. No. And we're looking um, at our very own congregation. We're an elder, um, Haji Ismail Zongankar, who's always very active in the masjid, mm. subhanAllah. I'm currently very ill, you know, so we asked them also to make dua for him. Mm. A typical example of when, no. you know, when, when, when our health do not allow us to be at the places no, we wish to no, be, subhanAllah. No. But Allah knows best. No, no, that is... Uh, 100% correct uh, Sister Aisha and when we have the opportunity we should take full advantage of the opportunity to worship Allah subhanahu Amen. wa ta'ala because we do not know what our condition is going to be tomorrow or condition is going to be before the month of Ramadan mm-hmm. right? or where we are going to be in the month of Ramadan you know the people that have witnessed the month of Ramadan and left us right? once they have left us if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had willed them to speak they would have stood up from the qubur and told us you don't know what you are experiencing you don't know what favor of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon you they would have informed us of the ni'mah that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has bestowed upon us so my beloved brothers and sisters ramadan so if we witness the month of ramadan what should our condition be now is the time to start my beloved brothers and sisters and uh, certain practical advices. So we all we saying all these things, Sheikh, but give us some practical advice, something that we can practically implement. My advice to you is start with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made fard upon you. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the hadith al Qudsi, Wama taqarraba ilayya abdi bishayin ahabu ilayya mimmaftaratuhu alay. That my slave has not come close to me with something more beloved to me than that which I have made fard upon him. And the thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made most of fard upon us after our belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is establishing our salah. salawat. Start with the salah, my beloved brothers and sisters. Start now so that in the month of Ramadan it is easy for us. Don't let the, the work go out without performing another work. You know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us an opportunity. The waqt is wide and it only becomes tayyik at the later stage when the end of the work comes. So, for example, the waqt of the word starts when the adhan goes for the word, whenever it might be just before one o'clock. And it ends with the Adhan of Asr. So when we are in our workplace, find 10 minutes in that whole period, obviously better in the beginning of the waqt to perform Salatul Asr. Oh, sorry, Salatul Dhuwar. So don't let one waqt go into the next waqt. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes it so easy for us. And I don't, I firmly believe that today in South Africa, there is no actual job where a person could be prevented from taking 10 minutes to perform salah, alhamdulillah. We're living in a democratic democratic country and we can practice our religion 
And nobody can stop us from practicing our religion, so we cannot use the excuse of work anymore. Start with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the most. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was asked, Ya Rasulullah, what is the action that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves the most? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, As-salatu ala waqtiha. The salah in its prescribed time. So first thing we establish is that thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made fard upon us. Then we increase in nawafil. And when we increase in nawafil, وَمَا زَالَ يَتَقَرَّبُ إِلَيَّ And my slave continues to come close to me with sunnah acts until I am his eyes that he sees with. I am that his ears that he hears with. I am his limbs that he walks with. I am, that his, I am his hands that he spins with. That means you will be completely guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, um, uh, that is the practical um, examples that you're giving to our listeners. Sheikh, are there any, any more? Because I no. think people are waiting. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we, 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 we start with that which is far. So establish your salah in his waqt. Establish those things that are found upon you, and this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. Then increase in those sunnah acts, especially in the month of Sha'ban, try fasting a Monday and a Thursday. If we cannot fast a Monday and a Thursday, fast a Monday only. If we cannot fast a Monday or a Thursday only, fast a Yamul Bid, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th of the month. Or if you cannot do that, fast one or two days in the month of Shaban in the preparation for the month of Ramadan. Do these sunnah acts. When a person increases, starts with the fard and increases with the sunan, you will find it easy when he enters to the month of Ramadan because he will be completely guided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And ultimately, ultimately and most importantly, we are now entering into the month of the Quran. The month of the Quran. Increase in the recitation of the Qur'an. Increase in reciting the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Kitabullah is our nur in this dunya, our nur in the qabr, and our nur in the akhirah. The book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, a person who recites one half of it, lafalahu, for him is ten rewards. The Prophet sallallahu did said, I'm not saying alif, lam, mim is a letter, but I'm saying Alif is a letter, Lam is a letter, and Mim is a letter. So for saying Alif, Lam, Mim, one receives 30 rewards, subhanAllah. So imagine in the month of Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala multiplies that reward even more and more because it is the month of the Qur'an. So we, in, we, we connect ourselves with the Qur'an. Don't make hijrah of the Qur'an. Don't turn away from the... What type of relationship do you want to build up with the Qur'an in the month of the Qur'an? So in the month of the Qur'an, we come close to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We recite as much of the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we can. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us mm-hmm. to recite His book in the month of Ramadan, to come close to His book in the month of Ramadan, to implement His book in the month of Ramadan. Now. Um, Sheikh um, Qasim gave just a big shukran for being in studio, so for always being that inspiration, subhanahu on the Friday when you are in our company. May Allah grant you success, inshallah, baraka and khair, and all the success for your congregation as well, inshallah. Now we come to the Lord, and 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 we come to the Lord, and